It's a – what is today, Perry? Wednesday? Yeah, so I'm going to have my days all screwed up because it's a Wednesday and we're at Cavens Construction, and we're usually at Cavens on a Thursday. So, sorry, Gary. I, Amanda already can't stand me, so she'll be happy to know I'm screwing up her week anyway. It's like, oh, well, today is supposed to be Wednesday when I'm clear of your loud noises from in there. Uh, but thanks for having us out on oh, Wednesday. You're thanks for coming. Can't think of a better way to kick off the show at Cavens and talking to Gary Cavens from Cavens Construction. Uh, so we're in this crazy weather time. Right? right, And, in fact, I thought we were going to have severe weather this morning. There's a lot of things you need to do to protect your house. And number one is make sure your roof is where it needs to be, right? Yes, that's the most important thing that you can do is protect your roof. Um, and the way you protect your roof is have it inspected. Have it inspected yearly uh, by a, a licensed roofer that is not just somebody that um, has been doing it for six months or a year, somebody that's been doing it for a while. Um, you know, you, you know, we've been doing it for over 12 years uh, when it comes to roofing, we understand it. Second generation roofer, uh, Chris has been doing it uh, pretty much the same amount of time uh, inspecting roofs. So wow. give us a call. We can come see what's going on. Not all, you know, and sometimes roofs just need little repairs. And that makes the difference between spots on the ceiling, mold growing in the walls and all that kind of stuff. It is it is kind of wild because I said where your roof needs to be. Now the smart Ella could be like on top of your house, but where it needs to be in quotations because, as you said, little things can become big things, and then a little thing that becomes a big thing with your roof becomes an even bigger problem in your home because then you could be dealing with mold and the need for wa- water remediation. It can open up a whole it can open up a whole boatload of issues. That's right. And one thing we've seen, you know, Chris is we've seen a high volume of calls of roofers. Uh, I mean, uh, customers that used out-of-state roofers, they call the number, they're not there anymore, they're gone, and they need emergency repairs and stuff, repairs done on the roof because the roof is now leaking, you know, and that's that's a big thing when we talk about using local roofers. You want somebody that's been here for a long time, um, that's rooted in the community, taking care of the community, and be here because, you know, we can come help, but you're going to have to pay us to come, you know, and if Otherwise, you know, it's warranty or something like that. And, you know, if you call those companies and they don't respond, then that's a problem. And, we're, and we've had probably about 12 calls with the rainstorms we've had this year and had that happen. You know, it's, it's something that seems so, so small, but in a lot of ways it's so massive because everyone thinks of deals. You want a deal. And you see the signs on the, on the side of the curb, and, and it has a phone number and a – nicely bannered up truck but in reality gary it is too good to be true because in storm season in hail season you're gonna have people that are trying to take advantage of you that's why you always turn to cavens you turn to local right that's right you know you want somebody local that's invested in your community that's going to take care of you uh that you're going to see at the grocery store that you're going to see at the street down the street you know um that's the people you want to work with you know and Cavens, uh, Cavens is that company, and we can help you out uh, from A to Z on your roof, uh, whether it's a, a flat roof, a TPO, um, if it's a steep slope, you need a Class 3, Class 4 shingle on there, um, or you just need repairs, give us a call, 405-573-3048. Um, you can get on our website. Uh, you can fill out a, a request and send it into the office we can call and set up set up appointments and set up inspection times there's all kinds of stuff we can do with the roofing but you know let's not forget about the maintenance that's right uh, and you know we uh, building maintenance door problems flooring problems ceiling problems 
cabinetry, uh, anything for your commercial business, whether it's industrial, uh, medical, uh, financial, uh, whatever kind of building that you have, grocery stores, the 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 list is endless. We can our facility maintenance guys are top notch. They can come in and take care of you. Whether you have a building in Tulsa, you have a building here in Oklahoma City, we can help. And Dallas now too. That's right. And Dallas now too. What's uh what's the reaction been like? How you like and heading a little south now with Cavens? It's been good. It's been good. Um, you know, and it's it's still that's brand new and that's still kind of developing. Uh, Tulsa's been outstanding. It's been really good and um, Oklahoma City is always good, and Norman as as always. What is um, – real quick before I let you go, and I know you're busy. Um, we, we talk about storm season, and I talk about roofs. We, we talked about then from the, that perspective, make sure you have a maintenance department. You're here for people to take, take care of that. But there's also some cool things that you provide that I think homeowners need to take advantage of as we are around the holidays. Um, or I, I guess I should say maybe Easter is a little bit too late now, but thinking uh, towards the future. Floor clarity, excuse me, carpet cleaning, air duct cleaning, all these things that you need to make sure your home is as efficient and as safe as it can be. These are these are products and, and services you provide. That's 100% right. You know, spring cleaning, whether you need dumpsters to clean up the garage, the attic, the yard, we can supply those. Um, carpet cleaning, air duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning. Um, you know, we do all of those services. They're all great to get your house ready for the summer. Um, people are coming in and out, you know, and you're going to have house guests over. You're going to start grilling and have them parties. You know, it's good to have everything cleaned up. We also do power washing, too. Um, so, you know, any of those services, just give us a call, and we can help you out with those, too. And, you know, don't forget for emergencies, we've got emergency construction response available, whether a car hits a building, um, uh, water pipe bursts and floods the building we can help out with structural drying that uh, you know and another thing we we talk about but we haven't talked about a lot is mold we do mold inspection mm -hmm. mold remediation um, there's only a handful of companies out there that are really good at mold testing mold evaluation and mold removal in oklahoma um, there's a lot of people that will do it however they haven't been trained they haven't been certified they haven't gone through the proper channels to develop their skills to handle this properly and molds one of those things where you want it handled properly um, so if you know you have any mold issues or anything like that give us a call too you're the man gary thanks buddy all right i know you're busy you, but we appreciate it that's gary cavins cavins construction online at cavinsconstruction.com kicking off the show with the boss with the, that's going right to the top at the start of the show here on a very busy wednesday what's going on josh helmer how are you today bud good morning i am doing well and how are you my friend i uh I've had an interesting morning. I did a, I did a fill-in on Mad Dog. So I did the Morning Men show, which is really cool because I get to hang out with Willie Cologne. And as you know, we've we've talked about your boy's been battling a little bit of a bug this week. So I've kind of been scratching and clawing to get back, and I I feel back. But it's always fascinating to me because you and I we we sit here a lot on this show, and we clown on what ESPN's big topic is and. This is actually kind of shocking right now because on first take, it's a debate about the actual game and which team should be favored in a game outside of a team who didn't make the playoffs or has a guy named LeBron on it. So I'm kind of surprised right now. But I bring that up almost to say, man, I, I, it really is a completely different world. We sit here in our show every day, and our number one focus is local 
OU, that's it. And this morning, I did a three-hour show, and do you know what the biggest topic was all morning long? It was owners in sports with a combination of the mess in Cincinnati and what's going on with Dan Snyder. And in in our world, Josh, I mean, it's a big story, right, because we're sports fans. But as far as on this show, I don't know. I don't know how much people will want to get into that today. It's fascinating. I could sit here and talk all day about it, and, and I'd love to. I also think there's a lot of nerd talk in the Washington conversation that I don't know if I'm smart enough to have right now. But I don't know. I don't think it's something that we, with all the college football stuff, with Brian Kelly stepping in it this morning, with you know some of the numbers coming out out, out of the uh, SEC and win totals from action, with we've got another media avail coming up for football. You got Patty Gasso talking in advance of the big series in Austin. I mean, we got a lot to get to, plus Mark Williams at the bottom of this hour. And then Ryan Fowler, we're going to learn a little bit more about that turnip seed and kind of what he did at Alabama. And then Ryan's going to talk a little Bama with us. I mean, we got a loaded show. But even without a loaded show, I don't know how much we didn't even talk about bad owners today, Josh. Do you? No, yeah, I don't don't know. Yes! But this is – Amazing! Some of the stuff that's coming out about the Washington Commanders. Oh, I feel terrible for their fans. I do because, and it almost it almost seems like a hit. It almost seems too set up, right? That with things in the tailspin they're currently in. Thank you, Amanda. You saved the day. With things currently in as big of a tailspin as they appear to be, with Washington from the. Workplace environment conversation, Josh, to now this. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're basically – the owners would always stand up and fight and, and, oh, well, we suspended him. Great. And you find him the biggest fine ever, but he still owns the team. And now you finally have a story where it looks like he's been skimming, a little skimming. I mean, that's got to be it, right, Josh? I mean, the NFL has to find a succession plan in Washington or – I don't know, clean up that front office in some way, shape, or form. I can't imagine that Dan Snyder survives this. No. There's so much bad over there. It was bad enough. He probably should have already been removed from his ownership role. But the idea of keeping two sets of financial books and, you know, keeping money from some of the teams that are going to Washington is, it's absurd. All right, so we'll get to the lack of talk that we're going to be allowed to have today on that topic, but I just wanted to share with you how excited I am, how over-the-top excited I am for figuring out and getting to the bottom of what, just how big of a mess the Washington commanders are. That's a big story. But we had a story that just went Lincoln Hawk over the top grip. Uh, did I say that right? Lincoln Hawk over the top grip. Yes. That dropped moments ago and is huge. Josh Helmer, welcome back to the coaching ranks. Bob Stoops, who moments ago was announced as an XFL coach once again. It took place moments ago on Get Up. Now, since nobody outside of Josh and I probably watched Get Up, it then took a little bit for it to start making the rounds. But Bob Stoops was among eight coaches that were announced for the 2023 return to the field for the league. 
How about that? It's kind of big time. Awesome news for Coach. Obviously, this is a lower stress environment to Coach. And it's it's huge name for the league. Huge name for them to have Bob Stoops involved. You want to guess on any of the other coaches real quick? Or do you just want me to give them to you? Well, Wade Phillips is one. There you go. Why did he announce it on his Twitter or something? Well, Are I they s- scrolling it right? I saw the list of eight, but I don't remember what oh, the other oh, six okay, names okay. were. That's okay. So of known head coaches from the NFL, you'd have Wade Phillips and Jim Hazlitt. From legendary head coaches who – you know, obviously have statues built and are Hall of Fame members, you have Bob Stoops. And then the group of five is an interesting group of former players that are trying to make it as coaches. Trell Buckley, Heinz Ward, Rod Woodson, Reggie Barlow, and Anthony Becht. That's, I mean, that is a unique mix of backgrounds in the eight head coaches that they have for the XFL. Five guys who, I, of my understanding, haven't been coaches before, uh, two guys who have coached in the NFL, and one guy who's a Hall of Famer. I mean, how about how about that for a group of eight? Yeah, it's a good collection of coaches. You want to drive excitement to see these guys coach, and not just the Wade Phillips and Bob Stoops and Hazlitt's of the world. I would tune in to see Heinz Ward. And Kevin Seifert was right, by the way. It has been kind of a a weird week of every so often a little XFL news drops. You're like, oh, and you and I just joked on this show last Thursday about the XFL. And, and literally after our show was done was their first quote-unquote day of operation in anticipation of their season starting in 23. How about that? Congratulations, Coach. I mean, that is a, that's a fun gig. I can imagine that's a fun gig. If the resources are right, if you're in a situation where ownership cares and it looks like they do, and it's not just a fly-by-night operation, which you hope this isn't, let's go. If Bob Stoops is putting his name on it, I'm in. I'm in. I, that legitimizes it to me. All right, quick break, 918. So how about that for an opening segment? Gary Cavins, the boss man, comes by. Then, boom, straight to the big story we covered this morning that apparently none of all y'all care about. And then the breaking news with Bob Stoops rejoining the head coaching ranks as uh, one of the eight coaches in the reincarnation of the XFL. What a start to a Wednesday. All right, when we come back, big guest list today because Mark Williams, head coach of the Oklahoma men's gymnastics team, will join us in about ten minutes from now. And a little bit later on, Ryan Fowler from Tuscaloosa to talk all things Bama football and that turnip seat with us right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. It's worse than graffiti. I was just told by security that she apparently had glue, and she glued herself to the floor. And she refused to lift her wrist up. And I don't mean to laugh, but this really happened. She glued her wrist to the floor, and they were trying to pull her off, and she was resisting. I mean, come on. That's your protest? Welcome back into the Plank Show. Now, I understand we're in an era of where everyone's trying to cancel people, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tread lightly here. I'm going to tread lightly. But, I mean, uh, 
Most people forget that Glenn Taylor is even still the owner of the Timberwolves, Josh. I mean, I had to, I had to go dig to remind myself that the interest that A-Rod and his partner bought wasn't like a controlling interest or anything. But did by any chance you happen to be watching live when that happened? <laughs> no, I, wasn't. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't watching live, was pretty- but certainly heard heard a lot about it and have since seen seen the video but oh just crazy hey if the if the goal here was get attention on the cause well <laughs> mission accomplished right but then what's your end game when you do that For, is it just hey i'm going to glue myself and just wait this out until they let me go or get me off of this and just scream until I get unglued about how, I don't know, they're, they're poorly treating chickens or I mean, is, is the end game hope that she'll go there and glue herself and like Carl Anthony Towns will go, you know what? You're right. Forget this game. We must go save the chickens from these inhumane work conditions. I mean, I like what's her end game there? Because it's not like anyone that's there to watch a basketball is suddenly going to be very happy about someone delaying it because of a protest, right? Take that, Glenn Taylor. Yeah, she showed you. People all over the T-Wolves for the way they celebrated. I didn't have a problem with it. They won their. They won the game. When's the last time Minnesota's had something fun to celebrate as a sports town in general? Did I say sports town? Sports state in general. You know, Josh, that sweet town of, of Minnesota, which is right next to that sweet little city of Michigan. Good Lord. I do want to remind you, this is that moment where you understand that I had to be reminded that South Dakota was in the central time zone and that Minnesota was in the central time zone as well because of my geography domination. But, I mean, that was a big moment last night. I thought I thought it showed two things. Number one, it showed how fun Minnesota crowds can be. It showed how, how fun this team is to watch. And number two, it showed that winning a play-in game or the play-in tournament, it matters. And I thought it was a big – I'm probably getting too carried away with this, but I thought it was a big give a little credibility to the to the play-in tournament kind of a moment last night. Great win for no? the Timberwolves. Obviously, it means a lot to that franchise. That, that city. That city. That, well, that, that city and that state. You're trying to build something, and winning that game last night is a legitimate step forward in that cause. I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. Are you – the funny thing about it, and I think I brought this up yesterday, I used to love cheering for Minnesota to do, to do something good in basketball because I love their crowds, and I wanted their crowd. I wanted to see more of their crazy crowds, and maybe that's something that a lot of people, whenever they were younger – that felt about Oklahoma City, right? Ah, I love the crowds were crazy and they had great talent. Minnesota hasn't had that in a long time. I'm not going to hate on them at all. Now, are, am I being over the top though? If I'm saying it's kind of a credibility gainer for the play-in tournament, is that me trying to take this one step too far? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, I think anytime you see a couple of good games like we did last night, that that that's good for these play-in games and legitimizes why we're doing them I I still it's hard for me to separate myself from one through eight was just fine but this format's not going away 
And so if this is here to stay, then when you get a game like we got last night between the Timberwolves and the Clippers, it makes it a bigger deal. It does. Makes it a huge deal. All right, uh, Mark Williams is coming up in just a bit. It's nine twenty-eight here on the Plank Show. I, I would. T- are you done with my? Are you done with my playing tournament talk for today? Do we even call it a tournament or just playing series? If you want to spend maybe the majority of next hour breaking down what's going to happen coming up tonight, then absolutely we can do that between the Hornets and the Hawks. I, I can sense the excitement building. It's just percolating through the hallways here at Cavens Construction and our phone lines at 405-329-9000. One thing we do get today, though, is we get our first listen to DeMarco Murray this offseason. Now, I'm not trying to be overly dramatic, but as we shift the focus back to OU and specifically OU football, you know, whenever – when I was putting together all of the previews and when we were, you know, allowing ourselves to get really caught up looking ahead to the spring game, right, we were having conversations about, hey, what's the most important position of the spring? And then in that, what position are you excited to see when the spring game is played on April 23rd? And, Josh, I feel like running back has been a constant source of conversation. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. Excitement, right? Um, anticipation. I don't know. DeMarco Murray is, is really good about not showing his hand. He's great. I love talking to him. But he's not going to tip his cap one way or the other. So if you're wanting to hear someone that makes you fired up about Javante Barnes getting all the carries, he'll get you fired up about Javante Barnes. But he's also going to speak well of an Eric Gray, and he's going to speak well of all the guys in that room, Marcus Major. So DeMarco is really good about playing it close to the vest. But – you can't help but be excited today, Josh, to hear a little bit more about some of the backs and kind of who stood out so far in the spring. And it's a position with Oklahoma that has some fair, legitimate questions about it. You're replacing Kennedy Brooks, who was terrific for you last season. Eric Gray did nice things, but probably left you wanting a little bit more from last season. So it's not as though Oklahoma's returning a thousand yard rusher there. Marcus Major, again, somebody we've seen at times do some nice things but has not been a lead running back at the University of Oklahoma. So it's an intriguing position group in the sense that it doesn't have a returning star, and yet you feel like there's plenty of talent there between Gray and Major and then obviously the the two incoming freshmen in Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk. Right. So – I'm excited to hear DeMarco talk about him. Tomorrow will be DeMarco Murray Day on the show. We'll have tons of sound from him, just like Brandon Hall Day was yesterday. But I wouldn't get my hopes up too high because he's very – not. and the term isn't coy. I'm not saying anything bad. It's just he's not going to get caught up in overbilling a guy, um, and he's not going to set that hype train, I think, in motion. But I know some of you have, have bought your tickets – and you're ready to take off on the Javante Barnes hype train. I hear you, and I get it. But it'll be curious to see what DeMarco Murray has to say later today. All right, um, look at us. 9.31. We're on the road at Cavens Construction on a Wednesday. Got more Sooner football talk. There were two things from Brandon Hall we didn't get to yesterday that I want to clean up. We'll do that coming up in just a bit. But when we come back, Oklahoma is hosting a national championship this weekend. A Winner in men's gym will be crowned, and Oklahoma is among the favorites. Their head coach, Mark Williams, joins us next on a Wednesday edition of The Plank Show. All right, welcome back into The Plank Show. 
right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. We are pumped to be joined by the head men's gymnastics coach for the Oklahoma Sooners, Mark Williams, in pursuit of yet another national championship. Coach, good morning. How are the nerves? How's the energy as we lead up to the weekend? Hi, Chris. Uh, uh, Yeah, there's some of that. Uh, We spent most of yesterday setting up the podium in Lloyd Noble, so um, getting everything ready to go for the weekend. So how... How different is the preparation this year as opposed to last year? And again, uh, to be fair, we were in the middle of a pandemic, so does it feel like, even though we're hosting, and that's unique, Coach, and a whole other set of issues, but does it feel like it's back to normal for you in the preparation? It's getting closer. I I wouldn't say it's totally back to normal. We typically do a banquet with all the teams the the night before the meet, and uh, the NCAA has still got us doing that. As a Zoom call, doing our awards and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we've been able to train more consistently. We we actually knew the date was going to happen this year. I mean, last year, right up until, you know, a couple of weeks before we left for nationals, it just all seemed a little strange and it wasn't going to really happen. So this has been better and uh, being able to host, you know, we're – excited about having it on our floor and having our fans come out to support us. It's got to be awesome. It's got to be awesome, uh, Mark, to see this team and and how they've performed and grown over this season. So I, I wanted to start with just giving you an opportunity for those that maybe haven't caught you with Toby and those who maybe don't follow it as passionately as they should. But when it comes to title time and a chance – to see a national championship crown in Norman, they're here. So what has been kind of the makeup and, and the path for this team that's put them in this position yet again for you? Well, you know, I think we're a little bit better than we were last year with the contributions of a couple of key guys from um, our recruiting class. Uh, Fuzzy Bennis and Redell Gamboa are both, uh, you know, pretty stellar uh, new freshmen who – one is ranked first in the all-around, and one is ranked second in the all-around after the season averages, and and that's pretty uncommon, especially being from the same team. And that adding to uh, Vitaly Gumeras, who was our USA re-ranking event national champion in February, um, you know, and and Zach Nunez, who's a sophomore, who's kind of emerged to be. Um, Right up there, he's he's ranked, had been ranked second or third in the all-around until uh, the conference meet. So, you know, we've just kind of put together a group of guys that, uh, you know, have done sort of a slow uh, get better every day, get better every week in the rankings, and, you know, getting closer to who we expect to be sort of the, the dominant team this year, Stanford. Mark Williams is our guest, OU hosting the Men's Gymnastics National Championships the week, uh, this weekend right here in Norman. Before we go forward with your team, Coach, I'm always fascinated by the process. What was the process like to host? What, what did you guys have to go through in order to put yourselves in a position to host this? Uh, well, this goes all the way back, you know, five years ago, and we, we oh, sent wow. in a bid, you know, um, and the NCAA selects the host schools, you know, with a four-year four window, and 
stack them on top of each other. And we we were kind of the last one of that bid process. Um, you know, and then, then you kind of wait around <laughs> um, where you can't do a whole lot until you get actually closer to the event. But then you've got to secure, for us, there's a, there's a podium that we put the equipment on. We've got to have the equipment company bring in the, the equipment and set it on top of that podium. You know, we've got to secure Lloyd Noble and all the people that are going to be working the event. You've got to have your medical people all lined up. You've got to have the sessions. You know, it just seems like my job has been compounded from being just the coach, but also the director of making sure that all the little details are being taken care of. And so really the last couple of weeks have been pretty busy for me just checking in on all the people who have parts of making this all come together um, and making sure that, you know, we're, we're taking care of those details and making sure that people get the information and know where to go and when and we can access the tickets and all that kind of stuff so that we run a great event. Mark Williams is our guest. How different – okay, they, this is maybe a bad comparison. NBA – or, excuse me, college basketball, they always play in the basketball arenas, and all of a sudden they get in the big stadiums for the Final Four and people wonder about shooting and the depth perception. Um, you've obviously been in big arenas, but, you know, from McCaslin to the LNC, feeling that home atmosphere obviously is, impress, is important. But what about the effect it has? Does it change anything? I know it's podium, so that changes some things. But, Coach, what – what if anything changes as far as perception, as far as depth? Anything that that kind of doesn't translate from what you could do at McCaslin, what you can do in, in Lloyd Noble Center? Well, I think you know the the newness is is going to be an adjustment. We don't we don't have anybody on our team who competed in Lloyd Noble ever. Wow! Uh, the last time we were there was in 2015 when we hosted the national championships, and we just haven't had meets over there we just we like the confines of uh mccaslin being bright atmosphere close and everything else but this is the national championships and we want to have that grandeur we want to have more people in attendance we want to be able to fit the podium so they're going to have to make adjustments just to the arena the field of the equipment you know the floor and vault's going to be a little more bouncy the the give on the high bar even the, the tensions that are connected to the podium it gives a little bit so that's a little different than than most gyms where you're anchored into the floor the spatial awareness i mean the Lloyd noble is what about four times the size of mccaslin so you know just those adjustments to the the spatial awareness and the lights and and the surfacings and everything is going to be something that they as athletes have had to compete a lot of different places and Certainly, some of these guys have been at the U.S. National Championships and been in those kind of arenas. So it's not a huge thing. You know, the the equipment is still the same. You know, you you still have your Hoosiers comparison that, you know, the, the backboard or the, the, the hoop's still 10, 10 feet, you know, and the baseline, you know, everything is kind of the same equipment. It's just that there is a, a, a little change in the, the atmosphere, I would say, and and certainly if we, we get a good crowd, I mean, we hope to have a lot of energy in the building, and guys are going to have to deal with that adrenaline. You can get your tickets and add to that energy right now by going to Sooner Sports. 
Com. The link uh, takes you to where you can purchase tickets this week and incredibly affordable, and it's going to be an absolute blast to, to see history. You're going to see a national champion crowd this week. And now, uh, as as you know, if you follow Mark, Will- uh, Mike, Mark Williams on Twitter, at Wells Gym, Coach, last night you went through and just told us a little bit about each one of your student athletes. I thought that was awesome, by the way. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, I, just learning about all these guys. I, I will say I've known this for a couple of years, but, man, it, it takes some warriors to do this, Coach. We're talking injuries on about all these guys. It's unreal. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a – I mean, I guess it's true with, with any sport when you're you're spending, you know, 365 days a year, you know, 10, 12 years of preparation. It, it, it wears on you. And, yeah. You know, we, we typically have guys that, uh, you know, have some issues with the shoulder and, you know, there's tearing of – you know the tendons and ligaments and things like that. It, over time, it's uh, it's just difficult. The 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 level of skills that they're doing in gymnastics now compared to my day <laughs> is is unbelievable. The difference and and the, the the toll it has on the body is is pretty tremendous as well. But we've also improved on our rehab and we've improved on how we do the strength and we've done better jobs as far as the technique of skills and and putting together better training plans so you know there's there's kind of that we advance for sure but you know there's always guys that'll roll an ankle on a pass that they've done a hundred times you know so we we have uh hopefully enough depth to you know cover for the number of guys that that are out at this point but uh you know we have who we have and like you said, we're we're competing for a national championship, so we'll put it out on the floor and, and fight to the end. Two guys I want to ask about: um, Fuzzy Venice, who is the number one top-ranked all-arounder right now as a freshman, and this Gamboa kid. You talk about two very fun, unique athletes, coaching. Kind of take us through their shot to really do something special this week. Yeah, they're they're really, you know, guys that have talent that, uh, you know, we just didn't know exactly what we're going to have. They, they both had some, you know, as juniors, Fuzzy had been hurt last year. And um, with COVID, you know, you just don't know how they're going to come in and how physically ready. And uh, with Riddell, he was just kind of getting back into doing gymnastics after playing football, high school football for a year, and then, then kind of realizing that maybe he, try to get a scholarship doing gymnastics. <laughs> so we kind of took a, a chance on both of them a little bit. And, um, you know, I was a little bit apprehensive as to how well it was going to be a fit for us. But, you know, I, I, I was delighted with both of them. Um, you know, Riddell is a powerful and strong, very charismatic kid. You know, he does work hard every day. He, he loves doing gymnastics and being with his teammates. And, and Fuzzy's a little bit more of the – more steady guy, a little more quiet, not as emotional, but just every bit as talented. And those guys kind of push each other every day. And when they kind of got into the system that we do, good things started happening. I'm excited for you this weekend, Coach. We say it a lot, um, and, and, we, and we mean it. We dig talking to you. We dig having you on. But we also want to see a great crowd out there. People can get tickets at Soonersports.com, and you can attest to it better than anyone, Coach Williams. Big crowds, these type of atmosphere, they make a big difference for your guys, don't they? 
Absolutely. You know, when you can hear the crowd respond when you land, you know, that just pumps up the next guy that gets to go, and it's infectious, you know, and it'll go through our team. They'd love to hear that. You know, I, I competed in national championship a couple times with uh, my teams back in the 70s, and one of my teammates picked me up off the mat after I landed on high bar and carried me away as we won a national championship. And that was a, a, a really special and a memory that I cherish, you know, and I, I want to have those things happen for my team, you know, just that, that feeling of being a part of something that's special and having a lot of people there to support you in that effort. You're the man. Good luck this weekend, Coach. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Chris. Take care, man. You, have a good week. You too. That's our guy, Mark Williams. Headman's gymnastics coach at the University of Oklahoma. And would love to see everyone get an opportunity to get out there and support this program. Information's available right now at Soonersports.com. That, that thread that Coach put out on Twitter is well worth your time. At Wells Gym. All right, quick break. We'll come back and wrap up hour number one. I am gosh, I am in I'm in deep on the Derek Carr story. So we'll tell you about that next. He's got a new deal with the Raiders, a three-year extension on his current contract. So he and Devontae Adams are tied up in Vegas for the same amount of time uh, guaranteed, which is three years. Interesting. It's a plank show. Tell you more about it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. You want to go to Austin with me, Josh? I mean, why not, right? Sure. It could be like college days. Share hotel room. You would uh, you take care of everything um, – from the perspective of the fun, because I'm too old, I want. I, I love going to Austin. I, I let, let me let me reset that take real quick. I enjoy when I'm in Austin. I hate getting to Austin. It's the worst. There's there's no trip that you make uh, where you're almost offered several opportunities to say, "Nah, you sure about this?" Like there's the. Almost the blockade that you go through in Fort Worth anymore, which, which by the way, to be fair, to be fair, uh, in Fort Worth now, Josh, with the turnpike kind of where you can cut through or, I don't know, it, whatever you would call that. I always say turnpike. But that like that pike pass lane you can go through makes Fort Worth bearable. But you get to Waco, it's like, ah, you sure about that? We stop here for – no, soldier on through. Going to Austin. Six hours for what should be a four and a half, five hour drive. But be a good time if you can make it. I'm just saying. Got three big softball games coming up starting tomorrow night. I'm in. Let's do this thing. I've had everyone that I thought might go with me back out on me. It's been a little bit heartbreaking. Um, but then again, it's all for like my fault. Do you know what we're doing as a family today? <laughs> what? We're adding a third dog. Congratulations. No. You're, you're bringing you, the, the dog home. Stop it. No. This is the same dog that literally two weeks ago we drove five and a half hours to pick out and then five and a half hours back only to not bring the dog back with us to have to go then get it a week later. Thankfully, we're meeting in Oklahoma City, which is much shorter than five and a half hours. How weird is that going to look to someone that just happens to drive by People in a parking lot just exchanging a dog. It's like, here. Because I always, you always feel a little bit shady when you're making any kind of deal on Facebook Marketplace or anything like that. It's like, you, 
uh, you know what, I'll just meet you down the road instead of meeting you in the parking lot of the of the Love's Travel Stops or the Come and Go. Come on. No, I'm I'm not going to park here at the Casey's and wait for you to pull up so I can grab that. I don't know what I have to go pick up last time for my wife. Oh, a desk lamp. So I can meet you for the desk lamp that we just paid 12 bucks for. Does this puppy come with a kennel included? Uh, don't know. It's a good-looking question. I don't know what I'm – you act like I have any say in any of this. You act like I have any knowledge of what's going on in my life right now. I have no idea. I know that I'm going to Fowler after this show over uh, is over. I'm getting a car, and I'm supposed to be starting on a trip to Austin. But instead, I'll be going to pick up our third dog, a puppy. Good times. Pretty exciting. Now, my goal is still to be on the road by 1.30, so don't, don't go freaking out on me. I'm not, like, sitting around for the entire night. Another puppy to the mix. Derek Carr has just signed a contract extension with the Raiders. This is breaking as of this hour. I is very happy about this because I have long-term been a car stan, and essentially the deal will work out to an average of about $35 million until 2025. Very team-friendly contract. It ties him and Devontae Adams up for the next three years, and then they'll have the option to – go in a different direction for all sides in 2025. Love it. think it's a great deal. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's talk a little football. Let's talk a little OU football right here on the Home of Sooner Fans.